Security clearance level 3 or above is required to access files. Command codes verified. Welcome back to GGR Pirate Radio. You heard the man, ladies and gentlemen. This is GGR Pirate Radio. We are back for part two of our episode, where we're going to be talking about our favorite comedies of all time. Joining me. That was fancy. You like this one? <laughs> that was great. I was impressed. Oh, thank you. That's I appreciate epic. that. I know. And as we fa- as we established in the first time that I played it, the password that he's typing in to get into the computer is, is, is boobs. Yeah. It's boobs. 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 Yeah. Boobs. Totally, totally boobs. Um, I'm going to need you to cite your sources on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's my website, so that's how you get onto it. It has the password. For <laughs> but it's like it's like when you were a kid on the calculator. It's 80085. So. Look what I did, guys. Look, it looks like boobs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so jo- joining me tonight, I've got... It, Mr- was, it was so much easier back then to be entertained, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Yes. Oh, man. So we've got Philip Jean-Pierre joining us this evening. Hi. We've How got, are you doing? We've got Charmaine the chauffeur. Hello, guys. And we've also got Mr. MC Brooks. We back. We, we are back indeed. Um, I would like to say right now, Charmaine, I don't know you, but I would like to think of you as more than just a chauffeur. Just saying. <laughs> She's so much more than a chauffeur. She is. I'm so nice. Um, the reason that she got that is is she is MC Brooks's ride down here to Fredericksburg. Whenever, if we are in studio, it's because I drove us down here. And I gave so, her food. Yeah, us, and that is my In exchange payment. for driving me down In here. exchange for driving for, it should be an hour, but with traffic, it's about two hours. Not today. Today was, it was, yeah, today yeah, today was, today was, today was about an hour, like an hour. An hour and a half. Yeah. In the, in the animal kingdom, we call this a symbiotic relationship. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so it started around. <laughs> but yeah, it started out started out as a joke. Like it, I started calling myself the chauffeur, so it's like yeah. Um, she was listening one night, and I was she she I was like, oh hey, somebody tuned in. It's Charmaine, and I was like, Charmaine, do I know Charmaine? She's like, Charmaine the chauffeur. I'm like, oh sh- <laughs> yeah, okay, all right, all right, I know who you are. And okay. now it's turned into this big blockbuster mo- uh, movie starring Jason Statham, J- Jason world. Statham, and Rock and the Rock. When you need a ride. I think Danny DeVito needs to be in it too, right? Like, we need to put Danny DeVito in this movie. Danny DeVito need to get his bags. Yeah, I would accept him. Back yeah, on It's Always Sunny. I'm need them shows. He he's like he's like this ray of sunshine, this short, funny, goofy little man. Short little man. That every time I see him in something, it just it lightens my day. Like, there's that I was mentioning before that episode of Friends that he's on where he's the stripper. Yeah, it's <laughs> so damn funny. Like, <laughs> I need to find that clip. <laughs> you, know you know what the sad part about that episode is? Is when you watch it, you literally just go, "Yeah, I could believe that." Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like you literally are not surprised. Like I mean, it's Dave DeVito. You're going, "Oh, it's Dave DeVito." But when you start realizing what's going on, you're going, "Yeah, I'm kind of okay with him being a stripper. It ain't right, but I'm okay with it." <laughs> it ain't right. <laughs> he's one of those. He's one of those people that like he could get away with just about anything. Mm-hmm. Like I feel did you like hear about the, did you hear about the cutout meme? What happened? Are you talking about like where the um the girl took the uh, cardboard cutout of Danny DeVito to prom? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead and tell the rest of the story, Phil. Cause I I know that that much, and that's it. That's that's the only detail okay. I know. So what ends up happening? This girl who's a huge Danny DeVito fan didn't want to go on a date. I guess or just finding what she really wanted to go with. 
but she loves Danny DeVito, so she went to the prom with an actual life-size cutout, which honestly, she was taller than, a cutout of Danny DeVito as her prom date. So everyone's like, okay, and it becomes like this huge viral thing. So Danny DeVito finds out about it, gets her picture, and on the set of It's Always Sunny, takes a giant cutout of her and puts her on the set with them two together. Just fantastic. And, wow. then he just goes, and then you're sitting there going, you're the greatest man in the world because that girl <laughs> life just got made so much better. Yeah. And it was just like a random joke he decided to do because it was just so cute. Yeah, it really, it really was. And like, he's just, he's just a decent dude from what, from what I hear. Like, he's just like, I mean, he uh, apparently like he's a, an amazing writer too. Like he just does yes. a lot of stuff and people are just completely unaware. They just think he's like that goofy dude. Right. So. Well, he, what was the thing he wrote with um, uh, Robin Williams and uh, Edward Norton? Um, it was the one about the kids TV show. Oh, was it the Smoochie? Death to Smoochie. Oh, hey, there's Steve. From the, from the top rope. That was smooth. Well done, Steve. That was very smooth. Well done, sir. I just, speaking I, of comedy. I just, sh- I just showed up and I'm here and I, I'm answering questions because I'm amazing. Because I'm an expert. They don't know, so I'm a swoop in. Speaking of comedies, it is literally one of It, it is amazing. And you're sitting there going, Danny DeVito wrote this. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, was, he was integral in the... Um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it, but they did a uh, the Roll Doll book, Matilda. He yeah, he's in that. He plays the dad in that, and that movie is incredible. It is oh. one of my favorite movies. Like it's <laughs> it's so good. Like, and he's just he's so wonderful in it, and like <laughs> he just plays that like that sleaze so well. Like, well done, well done, Danny DeVito. We love you, sir. <laughs> Yeah, it's good stuff. Steve, we were going to do favorite comedies first, man. We were going to wait for you to do the Geek Sheets, but you're here. So maybe we'll do the Geek keep, Sheets. Keep doing, hey, do whatever you want to do. I'm here. I'm I'm go with the flow guy. Let's talk about our favorite comedies, guys. Uh-huh. So um, I want to jump into this because we've been talking about like comic books and, and, and MCU and DCEU so much. Yep. Let's mix it up a little bit. You know, like comic books are great. We all love comic books, but you know what else we all love? We all love to laugh. And like, yes. I, w- I want to, yeah. Mike, I'm, I'm dead inside. I have no laugh. <laughs> are you a ginger? <laughs> if no I was soul. a ginger, I would have stolen all your souls by now. <laughs> oh, man. So there, there's just something that that's wonderful about shared laughter with, with a group of people especially when it's your friends you know when, when you guys can all like talk about a movie dude have you seen this and then you start retelling the scenes to each other and mm-hmm. you just both start laughing and like it, it's it's why a comedy like a, a well-done comedy film can sometimes change your day you know if you're if you've had a bad day at work and you come home and you're flipping channels and all of a sudden you happen to catch um blazing saddles on uh like showtime or something like that like I, I will stop what I'm doing and drop everything to watch Blazing Saddles. Mm-hmm. Like, that is Mel Brooks. Honestly, anything Mel Brooks, with the exception of Dracula Dead and Loving It. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, will stop, I will stop and watch um, because it's just – it's wonderful. It, it's a wonderful he, – everything he does is great. And, like, um, that's the one that I want to start off with. I, I want this – that one to be the catalyst for this conversation. So we'll go roundtable. 
Um, we'll start with um, we'll start with our internet folks first, and then we'll let our guys in studio right. give us their picks. Okay. Cool. Um, cool. Phil, since you are um, our very very special guest, the media consigliere, um, what is your first comedy uh, that's like one of your absolute favorites? Honestly, you picked it. It's Blazing Saddles. In my head, it is probably the most perfect comedy. Mm. And I know there's like always been an argument over Young Frankenstein versus Blazing Saddles. Oh, God damn. It's Blazing Saddles. Hashtag fight me. (laughs) (laughs) Blazing Saddles. Now, keep in mind, Blazing Saddles is great. But the problem is is that if you watch it on television, it's so edited down. A lot of the jokes are like, I mean, they're funny and it's still good. But it's so edited down. When you watch the unedited version, you are literally like two things come to mind. This is so funny, and you can never make that movie now. There is right. no way no. they're making movie battles. No, you uh-huh. couldn't. You couldn't. Like the the man. Now, okay. So now the debate becomes because like I I don't have a one in one a when it comes to Mel Brooks movies. It's it right. literally those are a dead heat. I can't choose which one I like more because they're both funny, but for different reasons. Like exactly. young. Young Frankenstein is just is just an, a master <laughs> class in comedy. Right. Like when he's like I he's like Igor is well, uh, Igor take the bags upstairs. He's like fine. You take the bottle. I'll take the one on the toy bin. Like it's God. Well, uh. the funny thing is when you watch it, like it's a completely different perspective when you watch Young Frankenstein. Because up until I got older, I didn't understand the Frau Bluka jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I got older and went, oh, oh, that's why it's funny. <laughs> now I see. <laughs> oh, man. But Bla- Blazing Saddles, too, just like, just absolutely wonderful movie. That just is absolutely. me and my dad's favorite. Yeah. I, I, I think among everyone who responded to that thread in the group, I think everybody mm-hmm. mentioned Blazing Saddles yeah. among their favorites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would totally agree. Steve, give me give me one of yours. What are one of your absolute favorite comedies of all time, buddy? Well, I'm going to go ahead and take Young Frankenstein off my list. <laughs> I, 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 had to, I had to limit myself to one Mel Brooks movie because, honestly, Young Frankenstein, Blazing Saddles, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, Spaceballs, mm-hmm. like any of oh, them could God. have made the list. All so I was like, ah, let's do one. And I don't know, a lot of mine, like, I like that are, I mean, there's some that just outright commies, but a lot of the ones on my list are spoofs of other types of movies. Mm-hmm. And I was always a real big fan of, like, the classic universal monster films, like the black and white one. And I never really liked just Westerns in general. So that was, like, the, the tiebreaker so to speak. Yeah. Um, but really, like I said, it's one in one A. It's if you're watching one of them, you're you're fine. Yeah. Um hmm, what to pick? The list is very long. Um <laughs> all right, let me let me combine two because this will blow a lot of people's minds. They probably don't know this. The films Airplane and Caddyshack came out in the same month. Wow. Can you imagine that oh. month, July of nineteen eighty? Like if you're talking like goofy, wow. stupid, slapstick airplane, and then just witty, sharp cutting you know, language in, in, in Caddyshack. And they both had a little crossover of both, but um, they're, they're very similar. And to me, that's like watching with my dad and my brother and just laughing at how ridiculously stupid they are They're <laughs> To me, like them and Mel Brooks define the like quotable comedy movies. Like everyone that we're going to go through, I'm sure on this list is like, you think of like 10 funny lines and I feel like that's really where they started. I, yeah, I would tend to agree. And and I think that we're we're actually developing something here. And I didn't mean to. And that's kind of cool. Is we're having a theme now. 
is we talked about Mel Brooks, and then there was a tie-in to the airplane movies and to um, those movies that are that are just that that biting like just quick wit. Mm-hmm. And in that same vein, because it's written by the same guys, mm-hmm. is the Naked Gun. Oh, very I, cool. I yeah. love Leslie Nielsen yeah. so much. Yes. Like he's one of those guys that like, it didn't matter what he was doing. Like he was just hilarious in general. He was just always funny. He was always on and the naked gun. I, I think if I had to rank them, that's the number one funniest movie I've ever seen because like, I didn't know, I didn't know Leslie, Leslie Nielsen did humor. Like I already saw his serious stuff. Oh yeah. So when mm. he was doing a comedy thing, I was like, okay. But the funny part was, is he, and this is how, this is how old I am. He's doing a segment on the Arsenio Hall show where apparently he has like a little fart thing. <laughs> and literally halfway through, like he's farting and Arsenio Hall isn't saying anything. And you can't tell him exactly who and Leslie Nielsen, straight deadpan, uh, having a conversation, <laughs> ripping him, left and right, and I see Hall sitting there, and you could tell he wants to say something, and eventually he does, and our is like losing it. But I'm sitting there just going, dude, you just did a three minute segment of you farting on, on the Arsenio Hall show. And I'm like, Dude, you're a genius. <laughs> <laughs> just completely straight face too. I remember seeing this as a kid. Yeah, like yeah, because before uh, before Airplane, before The Naked Gun, um, he was a serious actor, and like that's yep. why it's so funny in Airplane for him to be there because he was like a he was in like Plan Nine from Outer Space. He was just a serious actor, and like he just started turning the comedy. It's like he just took the dial and like turned it up, and like that part when he punches out the opera singer so that he can impersonate him to sing the national anthem <laughs> at the baseball game is like that is the absolute best and then it all ties together at the end when he's the umpire and like he's fighting all the guys in the field and one of the guys in the stands go hey it's Enrico Palazzo <laughs> <laughs> oh Enrico Palazzo Enrico Palazzo God that is the thing such... I love most about that list was it reminded me of a lot of movies it also made me a little bit sad because I was thinking about it. There are like, and this might just be me, but there aren't that many modern comedies that make me laugh anymore. Like there aren't like, I mean, you know, there's a I, few of them like Super Troopers kind of funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah one, it's either one, a hit or miss most of the time. But by and large, there aren't that many modern comedies that make me laugh as much as those movies did. I'm like, I'm the same. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Charmaine. Yes. What you got on your list? What you got? Okay, so I think I have one. It's kind of modern. Okay. Um, And it's actually, it's two different versions of the same movie. Okay. The movie is called Death at a Funeral. Okay. And they're, the first one is a British ver- British version that stars uh, Matthew McFadden uh, and also Peter Dinklage from Game of Thrones. Oh, nice. And oh, with the movie, God, so <laughs> and anything he's in, I'm like, oh, I'm watching this. <laughs> but um, but yeah, the movie is about this family. The patriarch dies. The father has passed away, yeah. and they're at a funeral, and a whole bunch of crazy shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> Just off the wall stuff. I actually, I don't think I've seen this movie. Yeah, the dude, first. Dude, you, if you like dry British humor, it. 
you can't do better. For, yeah. the, for, the, <laughs> most, for the most part, I do because I definitely had a nerd moment uh, the other day when Netflix recycled their stuff and they relaunched like you know every month they put out new stuff. Yeah. Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is on Netflix, oh, and I yeah, totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally oh, watched that last yeah. night. If you like that, you yeah. will like Death yeah. of the Film. But oh. another thing too, they like recently that. maybe about. Was it like Four, a few years ago, few years yeah. ago yeah. there's a black version of the movie oh, there with is? a black cast. It has Chris Rock, uh, Martin Lawrence, mm-hmm. uh, Keith Davids, um, and that one is just as funny is as it? the original. <laughs> and it also stars Peter Dinklage. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta they say, kept, <laughs> they kept his character the yeah. same because I would have been. I was like, there's a black version of this movie. Well, what are they going to do with his? Because his character yeah. is important. It's integral. But the fact that they kept him the same, I was like, oh, yeah. this is going to be there's, great. There's, there's something really interesting about him because that dude manages to do serious and comedy and so funny. well. Yeah. He can do anything. Let me tell you, that part, when, he, when he's in the movie Elf, and Will Ferrell is just losing his shit at him, and he's just like, he's just like, "Are you a South Pole elf?" And he's like, "Call me Elf one more." Like, that is such a great scene. Like, and and that movie, I don't care if it's like October, I don't care if it's April. If it, we watch that movie all, all the time the in our time. house. Like, everybody in yes. my house loves that movie. That could easily be, yeah. you know, on to talk about this here too. Yeah, that, that'll That's get a quick great comedy. Why do you? I I don't get Elf. Like, I don't get people. That funny. I've watched it several times, and I'm like. I don't get it. Oh, you don't have a Christmas spirit. <laughs> somebody, somebody put you on the naughty list. <laughs> I mean, I personally, I just don't like Will Ferrell. So a movie. Is, yeah, wow. some, of, like some most, of his movies are his. Like, that, like, yeah, like All right, I can, th- I think, I can think of maybe, <laughs> I can think of maybe two or three roles that I've liked Will Ferrell in. But by and large, like, I just don't care for anything he's in. Yeah. But yeah. have you seen the other guys? Oh, with him and Wahlberg. Emmett Wahlberg and Michael Keaton. Yeah, Keaton is the best when he's dropping all those titles to TLC songs, and he's like, "I don't know who that is. Who are you talking about?" He's like, "Don't go chasing waterfalls." And they're no, like, "You I've gotta stop doing this." <laughs> it's it's really really funny. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna have to check. Why is Michael Keaton out. quoting this? And why does he know this? <laughs> oh man. Uh, okay, MC Brooks, what you got, bud? All right, I'm going to pick something that actually was on both of our lists. And I want to do it first because it was a movie I was not expecting to be funny when I went to go see it. It wasn't my decision to go see it. I went with a group. Had no idea if it was going to be any good, but left that theater in tears. And that's Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Dude. Really? <laughs> Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I promise you on everything, I had no in- I had no intentions of seeing that movie when it came out. Oh my god, I love that movie so and much. And it was it was it like it's it's fun it gets funnier every time I watch it. It's like I rediscover <laughs> something about it that I missed the first time and it's 10 times funnier now years after mm-hmm. the fact. I that that scene when it's it's him and Aldous Snow and they're on the surfboards and they're floating in yeah. the ocean. And he's like, he's like, oh yeah, I've listened to some of your music. I picked it up on Sarah's iPod. You're like a gothic Neil Diamond. He's like, that's exactly what I'm going for. Like, I I love that movie so much. It's so, oh god, it's so funny. And I love I love Paul Rudd's character in there. Who knew? Yeah. yeah. Too fu- hey like man, that part- when life hands you lemons, you just say fuck the lemons, lemons and bail. <laughs> Like, oh, when he was like, yeah, what did he say to me? He goes, yeah, I got my own Hawaiian name. My Hawaiian name is Kunu. And he's like, well, what does that mean? Oh, it means Chuck. <laughs> Isn't that your regular name? 
Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh I've, god. <laughs> I absolutely love that movie, and like I have had yeah. since since the Veronica Mars days. Like mm-hmm. Kristen Bell has just been like just she has had a special place in my heart. I she is just <laughs> always adorable. She's always funny. Like, yeah, and she just and she nails it in that movie, and you kind of hate her. A little yeah, bit, right. yeah. and I'm like, yeah. this isn't right. I shouldn't hate her, but I totally hate her. And mm-hmm. she was playing it right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she really was. And like the movie, the movie is hilarious. And like the fact that Jason Siegel just took every excuse he could to show people his wiener. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's so much wiener in that movie. Like that, <laughs> that him singing his, his singing his puppet song oh, at, yeah, the, at, the, at, the, at the karaoke at the karaoke the <laughs> <laughs> I Also, oh. I also love when they're like competing on who's having better sex yeah when they have they're the oh. opposite rooms yeah <laughs> oh, but like even and even jonah hill like very like mi- like small role but him just being very like a, subtle yeah just select. him being an aldous snow like fanboy and like aldous snow gets up there and starts singing that song and he's like i just went from six to midnight and he's like what <laughs> like, oh, i've been God. using that term ever since i heard that yeah <laughs> Oh man, just an absolutely wonderful, wonderful movie. Um, we got a quick mention, and I want to bring this one up because yeah. Phil said something that I think we all kind of tend to agree: is there's very few modern comedies that are funny, mm-hmm. and I don't know what we're considering modern. I don't know where the line is drawn because are we saying anything after two thousand? No, anything. Uh, you know how many movies have been out since two thousand? No. Or do we I, think it has okay. to be like 2010 or newer? How about something at 2007? 2007? Okay. I, uh, 2007 I, prob- I probably go after 2010. I have, I have one. That's the I'd latest one clo- on my I'd probably list. go closer because there's been a lot. Like Scott Pilgrim came out in 2010. I love that movie. See, was Scott Pilgrim a comedy though? It's considered one. It's a, I would say like be, a comedy. Yeah. yeah. That would be like on, when we're going know, geeky and talking about comic book movies, you know? Because Scott Pilgrim is a comic book I movie. Know, I mean, that's the, thing. Well, that's the thing, though. They consider Get Out a comedy, which I don't understand. What? That. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. How is Get Out movie. a comedy? Yeah. They have it listed as a comedy. Have what? you? Okay. Yeah. While we're talking about that, have you seen the, like all the YouTube trailers where they do where they recut movies to make them look like a different genre? Yeah. Where they take make Mary Poppins look like a horror movie? Yeah. Or they make uh, The Shining oh, yeah. look like a fa- like a like a family drama? Yeah. Like, <laughs> they change the music. They put that in, in your eyes by Peter Gabriel underneath uh, Jack Torrance being like, you know, Danny, you're very important to me and your mother. Like, I just I love I love when they do this. Um, but a modern a modern comedy that I absolutely mm-hmm. fell in love with, which is technically not a modern comedy because it was written in the 90s by um, Seth Rogen, and I can't remember the other guy's name, and the movie is super bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 I got I was working I was working at a sandwich shop um, while I was finishing my degree, and the sandwich shop was right next to a movie theater, and the managers in the movie theater was like, hey, I got these screeners for this movie. It's called Superbad. I don't know. It looks stupid. Do you want to go see it? And I was like, yeah, of course I want to see it. I got to see it a month before anybody else even knew about it. Oh. I, I took my, my wife, at the time my girlfriend, and I took my little brother and a, a buddy of mine, and we went and we saw this, and this was the funniest movie I'd ever seen in the <laughs> movie theaters. I've never laughed so hard. Like, the scene when he's talking about how he got in trouble when he was a little kid for drawing pictures of dicks, like, it was, <laughs> it's not a big deal, like, 8% of the population does it, like, it was, I, like, 98% in my high school. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't allowed to eat dick-shaped foods. Do you know what foods are shaped like dicks? The best kinds. <laughs> such, such a wonderful movie. So funny. But, like, 
It's modern, but it doesn't have a modern aesthetic at all. That's a very like '90s, like almost '80s, like Revenge of the Nerds, like yeah. mm-hmm. kind of feel to it. Only mm-hmm. it's not as rapey as Revenge of the Nerds now that you watch it, because like Revenge yeah. of the Nerds has not aged well at all. Yeah. Like if you watch that movie now, it is like way inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> it is problematic. Yes, problematic. Absolutely, that's a good my word. My favorite hashtag is my childhood was problematic. <laughs> I would, I would totally agree. But, yeah, that would be my modern pick. Um, Steve, Yo. you don't have to do a modern pick. I mean, just whatever whatever you want to talk about comedy-wise. What's your next pick, buddy? Well, I want to do a modern one. Well, great. Because we're talking about some British humor, and I think we'd be remiss if we discussed comedy movies without talking about Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg. And that's <gasps> a Hot Fuzz. Yes. Oh, I uh, love <laughs> that movie so much. Like, don't get me wrong. Shaun the Dead's great. I really enjoyed uh, – the world's end but hot fuzz <laughs> in that trilogy was the best one yep yep, yep <laughs> probably because yep. t dalt's in it i'm probably just biased because i you know big james bond fan and timothy dalton's there but i don't know it's just <laughs> such a good movie like it's a good action movie and it's funny and like we've been saying it on a couple of them every time you watch it you start picking up like little tiny things that they dropped in there um little jokes that just blow over your head the first time you watch it right. those are the mm-hmm. best kind <laughs> yeah. um if you were if you were just tuning in right now you are listening to ggr pirate radio we are talking about our favorite comedies of all time uh i am your host mike lunsford i am joined by my co-host mr steve monick we have guests philip jean pierre uh via the magical means of zencaster and we also have in studio ggr contributor mc brooks and miss charmaine the chauffeur yo yo Mr. Phil, yes. What you got for another uh, another comedy? Honestly, it's um, Harlem Nights. That is <laughs> that movie's glorious. Like it is you. The level of comedy, like genius in that movie, is amazing. <laughs> like it's it's literally like Eddie Murphy was like, I'm gonna get all my friends together and have like a loose script and just have them make jokes the entire time. <laughs> I mean, the script is really tight, but it's just I actually like part of me wants to see the outtakes of that. Because I truly think most of those lines were ad-lib. Because Red Fox's lines alone were amazing. They probably <laughs> were. They probably, they probably were. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a classy, stylish movie. Like, you're sitting there just watching it going, this is, like, it is genuinely great. And I don't, and I honestly think that it's, it's honestly an underrated comedy. Because I don't think mm-hmm. people actually understand, like, how great that movie is. Like, you know, you got, you know, there's a ton of history in it. It's got, you know, like the little, literally the like three, maybe even four generations of comedians in it. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just fun to watch. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I absolutely love that movie. Yeah. I'm biased, though, because my mm-hmm. favorite. OK, so as a little white boy growing up in a little white boy town, <laughs> um, the first like real black movie I got to watch is um, one of our next door neighbors was like, you need to watch Coming to America with me. <laughs> and I was nope. like, okay. And I remember just dying mm-hmm. laughing and not even getting half the jokes, but still just <laughs> dying laughing. So Eddie Murphy to me, his, his opus will always be coming to America, coming to but that America. was just because that was the first one that I was exposed to. Yeah. But another topic for another night, his stand-up specials are the funniest oh thing. Those, those are gold. Like when he's doing his impersonation of the honeymooners, <laughs> no, here's what I want you to do. Like, that kills me every time. But, like, <laughs> yeah, like, Eddie Murphy is a genius. Yeah. I, I really, 
I feel for the dude because like he tried some not risky, but he tried some stuff with his career. He really did. He tried to stretch yeah. his career, do some things different, mm-hmm. and it and it kind of bit him in the butt. And I don't know if it was because of the choices that he made that the movies were bad, or if it's because Hollywood wasn't really ready for it. But like I, I think you're kind of seeing he's kind of you, you can't really give him credit for it, <laughs> but you're starting to see Hollywood kind of get it now. Yeah. Right. Yep. And it's it's like 15, 20 years too late, but like. It was a little ahead of his time because yeah. like, if you say if you mention like any of Eddie Murphy's recent things, like it's almost like a joke. It's just a meme at this point. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, keep in mind the new one that I'm excited about is he's doing a Dolomite, the Dolomite story. Oh. And oh, literally, the tough black cop that never gives up. <laughs> Love me some Dolomite. Like, they got Chris Rock in it. Um, oh, he, I think Kevin oh, Hart. Boy. Like it's a it's a packed thing, and Eddie Murphy's playing Dolomite. I'm in. And I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. I'm all about it. How do I pre-order this ticket? I'm so in for this. Um, I want to give a shout out because we got a listener. Um, she actually, Finally. yeah, right. It's our one <laughs> listener. Ta-da! She wins an award. Yeah. Um, she is a talented podcaster in her own right. She has her own show on rockdeeprogradio.com. You should check her out. Her name is Yolanda Harvey. She is the co-host of Rock Deep's um, Rogue Sports. Uh, Rogue Sports with Yo and Mika is what it's called, but you should check her out. Uh, Yo has got a great list here. I'm going to rattle them off here real quick, guys, and you're going to be like, yeah, she's she's on point with these. First one she lists, Princess Bride. That was um, going to be my next yeah, one. That was, yeah. Well, we there we go. About, you we can talk, about that you can talk all about it because that, that's all yours. I love that. Um, Spies Like Us. Mm-hmm. Stripes. Mm-hmm. The jerk. The j- yes. The jerk is wonderful. Somebody else who knows the jerk. Oh yeah. my god. She was. She spent like a good ten minutes talking about that on the way here. I god, love god the jerk. Well, my whenever my wife says something, she's like, if I have to go pick up something from the store, and she's like, hey, what are the things you got to remember? And I'm like, God loves a working man. Don't trust Whitey. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, no, the real list. And I'm like, oh, okay, uh, carrots and sell. Yeah, okay. Um, Uncle Buck. Yes, Uncle yeah. Buck. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then she also did some modern ones. She said Pineapple Express. Mm-hmm. That's on my list. Um, yes. Horrible Bosses. That's yes, on both absolutely. of our lists. Yep. Um, both an- of those are hilarious. Another movie that has not aged well in the modern oh, aesthetic. Yes. American Pie. Oh, huh. how yeah. did I forget American Pie? Oh no! You can't, you can't make that movie now. No, no, there's no way you can no. make that. Hey, movie let's now. film a girl while she's naked without her consent. Cause yeah, that wouldn't go over well on today's right. day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ! Um, like, like you mentioned Stripes, and I tried watching it, and all I kept, I cringed when I watched Stripes. Oh, Stripes is bad I, too. Oh, it's bad. Oh yeah, it's it's really really like, bad. I'm gonna have to look up. It. Yeah. Um. You've never seen Stripes, Charlie? <laughs> no, I haven't. I, I haven't seen it either. I the there's a certain when you join the military, there there is a uh, a list of about ten movies that you have to watch, and Stripes is on there. Um, also along with like Full Metal Jacket and yeah, like at least know, the first half of Full Metal. Yeah, Jacket. exactly. And Platoon, because only people who are effed up and were in the military will laugh at the first half of, of Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, that's hilarious. I remember when the drill sergeant did that to me. Everybody was like, they did that kind of stuff to you. And you're like, yeah, it was funny. And they're like. He was really mean, and you're like, yeah, yeah. it's terrible. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, you had to be there. But it's funny here. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Prince, you had to be there. You had to be there. Exactly. <laughs> Princess Bride. Let's talk about yes. this this fucking movie because <laughs> you don't like the Princess Bride. <laughs> no, I love the Princess Bride. It is a classic. It is. Uh, I remember when my mom showed me this movie. We watched it together. Yeah. 
Because, you know, I'm like, I think, oh, was I when she showed this? I can't remember. I think I was like in middle school or something like that. Quick aside, how could I not like the Princess Bride and have Andre the Giant saying, the Dwed Pirate Wobbert <laughs> is here for your, your souls. souls in the intro? Like, <laughs> I, I love that movie so much. Like, it's ridiculous. There are so many, there are so many huge stories about that movie during filming. Yeah. That honestly, if you listen to those stories, because there's a ton of them. Like it honestly, it make it breaks your heart as how sweet and cute it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially Andre the Giant, who, um, who's a I'm sorry, who's the Princess Bride? I can't remember her name. Um, right um, Robin, Robin Robin Wright Penn. Robin Wright. Right. Robin Wright. There's a time when they're in the rain, and this is a thing where apparently they're in the rain, and like Robin Wright has like a coat on, and it's just not helping her stay dry. Andre the Giant puts his hand over her head and blocks the rain for her. <sighs> That is so beautiful. His, his giant, huge, four-person right. hand. Like, yeah. I love you, Andre. Man, 550 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Seven foot four. And like, <laughs> that's a big man. Well, the, the he thing, was the real life Hulk. <laughs> the thing they say about him too, and like, just a quick aside about him as a person, that like, if he wanted to be an asshole in anything, mm-hmm. no one could stop him. And like, uh, I don't know how many of you guys are actually like wrestling fans at all. But yeah, like I, I, I was a Absolutely. huge wrestling fan when I was a kid. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the story goes that when Hulk Hogan beats Andre the Giant at, I want to say it was either WrestleMania 2 or 3, that they basically had to cautiously approach Andre the Giant and be like, hey, listen, we need you to let Hulk win. Wow. <laughs> because if he, if he was like, nope, there ain't nothing <laughs> that Terry Bollea is going to be able do. to do. He can yell brother all he wants, but right. it ain't going to fix nothing because if brother. Andre the Giant doesn't want to do it, it ain't happening. So the dude was so gracious that he was just like, if it's, if that's what's best for our brand and what's going to make this thing grow, okay. So he let Hulk Hogan pick him up and body slam him and give him the big boot and drop the Hollywood leg drop on him. Like it's, the guy was just incredibly gentle and kind. He was able to pick him up. I know, right? Like crazy, right? I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like he's so funny. And like the pictures of him like holding a regular can of beer in his hand, and he it looks, looks so like tiny. it looks like somebody like a regular person holding like doll furniture. Right. Like it's yeah. Like yeah. And that movie is wonderful. There's so many great lines. There are so like, many lines and so many moments where it's like crystal man. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. When he's, um. <laughs> when he's laying in, when Carrie always is laying in the bed and he's, he's talking shit to Humperdinck and he basically like, he's just throwing an insult at the end of every single thing he said. Well, right. He can't stand up, you know, like, <laughs> and like that, that line where he's like, he, he's like, Oh yes. And then you'll stab me in my heart and kill me wrong. I wrong. Will, yeah. yeah. I will cut off your ear or cut <laughs> off your, cut out your, your eyes. Yeah. I can't remember what and he cut says, out your eyes keeps going and cut out your tongue so that you going. can't, so that you can't talk. <laughs> But you'll be a freak, and you'll hear every child say, my God, what is that ghastly thing? Oh, yeah. He says he'll leave his ears, and he's like, my God, what is that? Yeah. Kids and wives will all run at you. Yeah. Run away from you. Just a wonderful movie. And, like, (laughs) everybody has quoted the six, you know, the the line to the six-fingered man, hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Yeah. (laughs) I do that to my dad nowadays. I'm like, you killed my father, but I am your father. Prepare to die. <laughs> Prepare to die. You don't happen to have six fingers on your hand. You? And that, and like for all of us action junkies, mm-hmm. that sword fight between Inigo and uh, the Dread Pirate Roberts mm-hmm. between Wesley um, was incredible. Yeah. Like, and that was all him. That was there was no stunt double. That was him. 
Oh. Really, that was Elways and um, what's the guy's name? Uh, Mandy Patinkin? Uh, I don't know if it was Elways, but it was Mandy Patinkin. Wow. Like, he actually does do fencing. Huh. Wow. Wow. That I'm is, learning a lot about my favorite movie today. <laughs> that is awesome. And let's and let's give a quick shout out to, um, why can't I? Uh, what's his? Uh, what is it? Broderick Shaw is that his name? Um, the guy who plays. Um, why can't I remember his name in the movie now? In Princess Bride. Yeah. Um, um, Vizzini. There it is. Oh, inconceivable. Yes. <laughs> yeah. keep, inconceivable. Keep, you keep saying that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> like his his part, that monologue that he gives him when he, oh when they're doing we the game, tricks him with the poison. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like you've you've forgotten the first rule. The second rule is never start a land war in Asia. And the first rule, yeah, like it's absolute genius. Um, MC Brooks. Okay, I'm gonna go. Something a little bit underrated. Underrated, okay. Very underrated, because I don't think this film got the shine in, the shine that it deserved for being absolutely hilarious. Mm-mm. And that is the Get Smart remake from a few years ago. Steve Carell, oh. The Rock, and Hathaway. Really? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and look at it's, that it's one. On, I believe it's on Netflix right now. I, I believe. Oh. I might be wrong. Because I remember when that came out. I believe, it, I believe it's on Netflix right now. I did not get that, like, I went into that film with very low expectations. <laughs> I used to mm-hmm. see, I used to see Get Smart at times when I would be at my grandparents' house because it's like one of the shows they used to watch. Mm-hmm. In addition to like the Matlocks and Murder She Wrote's and whatnot, so I, I was familiar I, with it. I still love Matlock. <laughs> and so when I saw, and I love Steve Carell, like I, I, I kind of feel like Steve Carell can't really do wrong. At least nothing I've seen with him in it. Mm-hmm. And so when I when when I was like, oh, I can go see him play a spy and be really <laughs> awkward and hilarious at the same time with the quirky one-liners. Let's let's talk about that real quick um, because I actually I haven't seen that, and the reason why I didn't see it was because I never watched the show. Mm. So there was no desire for me to want to see a Get Smart movie. Right. Um, Steve, did you ever see Get Smart? Uh, I watched a couple reruns of the original show and. It came out when I was in college, the movie that we're talking about, and I was working at Family Video at the time, and I watched that movie approximately 17,000 times. <laughs> only so many things you're allowed to play on the TV. So when the title was mentioned, even before like the last couple letters of Smart made it out, I just kind of went into like a, I don't know, like a black hole. of. <laughs> no, it's it's I haven't watched it since it came out because I, I watched it way too many times up front, but I do remember yeah. it being yeah. pretty hilarious. Yeah, I, I watched it about two weeks ago, and it's every bit as funny right. as I remember I'll, it. I'll check it out because my wife and I both love Steve Carell. In fact, mm-hmm. um, one of our first dates, because uh, I was still, when we first started dating, this is how long we've been together now, um, uh, I was still managing a blockbuster, and <laughs> oh, she wow. was like, oh, wow. She was like, we were talking about movies because I'm like a huge movie file because I'm a manager of a blockbuster. And she's just like, oh, you know, have you seen this? Have you seen this? She's like, what am I talking about? Of course you've seen it. You're a blockbuster manager. What about the 40 year old virgin? And I was like, nope, haven't seen it. And she was <laughs> like, you're bringing that home and we're watching that tonight. And 
I don't know how I missed that. I don't. I must have had a blind spot or something like that. <laughs> but that movie is so goddamn funny. So funny. Yep. I love the forty-year-old version so list. much. <laughs> the ensemble of of all of them of of Seth Rogen and Steve Carell and Paul Rudd and I wish I knew the guy, the black guy's name. Oh, the, um, isn't it like Roman, Roman. Uh, something? But even like even like the Indian guy and who got arrested Kev- for young Kevin Hart. Young Kevin Hart, the Indian guy who got arrested for killing his wife. Oh God. In real life. Um. <laughs> But like that whole movie is just hilarious. Like when he's when he's making up the the, the stuff to say about sex in the poker game, and he's like he's like and she was like oh me so horny and he's like riding away on his bike after the fact he's like me so horny me so stupid. Like, her, her boobs were like bags of sand. Like such a such a great movie. Like there's so many great lines when when he's telling when he's telling the boss oh god and she's in that movie too. Um, the, the lady from, um, from, um, from Glee, the Jane Lynch. Yeah. Jane oh, Lynch. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yep. She's the boss there. And she's funny as hell too. When she's trying to like tell, <laughs> she's telling Steve Carell that they could be fuck buddies. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, Paul Rudd goes to her and he's like, can we please l- watch something else other than this Michael McDonald CD? <laughs> and she's like, well, what do you suggest? He's like, I don't care anything. He's like, if I have to listen to y'all, I'm be there one more time. I'm going to y'all burn this place down. <laughs> Oh god, that is such a wonderful movie. Uh, oh god. Yeah. Um, let's go. We'll we'll each do one more because okay, one I mean more. we we can just we could just run on these all, all night. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I wanted to I wanted to talk about one. I, I love when you find one that you never knew about, mm-hmm. and it's not like something you saw in the theaters. It's something that you like caught on DVD because you just happened to catch it. And you never would have known about it otherwise because it wasn't publicized. And the one for me that's like that that blew my mind was Super Troopers. Because, uh, really? Yeah, because like when this came out, like again, blockbuster days, um, <laughs> I would get all of these movies in, and I'm have to like you know arrange them on the wall and shit. And I see this movie; it's called Super Troopers, and I'm like, well, this looks dumb. And I flip over on the back, and I'm looking through it, and I'm like, eh, maybe I'll watch it. That, what the hell? You know, I've watched everything else here. Let's watch this too. And I went home, and like to me. When you're around friends and you're all sharing a laugh, like that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But when you watch a movie by yourself and it makes you laugh out loud, that's when you know it's really funny. Mm-hmm. And Super Troopers was like that. And it blew me away. And I wanted to mention that one because that was like the gateway drug to the to the broken <laughs> lizard guys. Right. But honestly, the funniest one that they ever did was Beer Fest. Beer Fest uh. is so damn funny. <laughs> and it's so ridiculous. And like it's I, I just wanted to give credit to these guys because essentially they're like independent filmmakers that just happen to make themselves stars essentially, you know, mm-hmm. like they crowdfunded the super trooper. Guys. Yeah. They crowdfunded super troopers too. Like that's, that's pretty amazing. Huh. And like, Interesting. I just, yeah, I just got to give them a ton of credit for that. So like I was, I was very impressed. Um, have Phil, you seen star? Have you seen um, uh, flame and salmon? Yes. The one with uh, Michael Clark Duncan. When he keeps calling the one guy instead of his Greek name Metropides, he keeps calling him Metrace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's actually pronounced Metropides. Uh, I'm just gonna keep calling you Metrace. Yeah, Metrace. Yeah, and yeah, that one. Yeah, so underrated. Yeah, I, I love I love the Broken Lizard stuff. Even they actually Jay Chandasar directed um, the remake of um, of um, the Dukes of Hazard. Oh. And that's an underrated movie too. Hmm. Like most people aren't really going to want to go see a Dukes of Hazard movie, but yeah. it's got Sean William Scott and Johnny Knoxville 
as Bo and Luke Duke. Yeah. And it Willie Nelson shows up in it. Mm-hmm. It's it's just it's really stupid, but it's really funny, and I I really enjoyed the hell out of it. Do we rewatch that one? Um, Phil, what's one that like wasn't on your radar initially, and you just happened to catch it? You were just like, holy crap, this movie's amazing. Um. I'm trying to think because, like, like I said, I don't do a lot of comedies. Um, I mean, truth be told, um, uh, that's a hard one because I mean, I, how about you just oh, give us another comedy? That's fine. Oh no, I was actually going to pick Beetlejuice. Oh, honestly, I forgot about Beetlejuice. I, Good call. I have never thought about Beetlejuice. Like, when I first saw it, the thought of it, and I always forget it's a comedy because it's still a ghost story. And yeah. honestly, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's amazing. Like it's it is hilarious, and I'm just like, but it's not like funny, like ha ha. I mean, it's hilarious. It's it's funny in the sense that it's so subtle. Like it's almost British in the way they mm-hmm. tell a lot of the story, like the story in that one. And yeah. Beetlejuice yeah. like slowly crept into like my top ten. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, because every time I watch, I really find it funny. And you know, it's Michael Keaton, so I mean, you really can't go wrong there. And you know, Winona Ryder. The young Winona writer in <laughs> it, so, but I was just like Beetlejuice kind of came out of nowhere for me. Yeah. I mean, I think people like it, but I don't think people like really get the fact that it's a comedy and it was billed as that. Because a lot of times, it's that. I mean, the one that I, I, I I'm always hesitant to mention is the movie White Girls. <laughs> 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 no, I'm with you but, on that one. <laughs> but truth be told, the only reason I enjoy White Girls is because of Terry Crews. Yes, oh, yeah. he's the only reason. I swear, when they're in that club, when he, and he starts... accidentally takes the drugs. Oh, when he starts singing that Vanessa Carlson song, yes, <laughs> yes my I miss you. The funny thing about that Vanessa Carlson bit: one take. Apparently, he knew the song already. Of course, he does because he's Terry Crews, right? Terry Crews. I would not yet. Oh, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I wanted to mention, you you, you talked about uh, Beetlejuice. I love Beetlejuice as well, but I love early Tim Burton stuff. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because it was weird and quirky and one of my absolute favorite comedies of all time, and people sleep on it because it's just goofy and weird, is Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Oh. I I have not seen that in forever. I love Pee-wee's Big Adventure so much. Pee-wee's um, Big Adventure was done by Tim Burton. That's a Tim yep. Burton movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I said the same and thing when tell, I found out. You can like, tell Whoa. it's you can tell it's Burton when Large Marge shows up. Yep. <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. Yep. You're uh-huh. like, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that fucked up my childhood. Yeah, that's Burton. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like when he when he's in Texas and he's calling he's calling Dottie and she and he's like, I'm in Texas. She's like, I don't believe you. And he goes, Here, listen, the stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of Texas, like that kills me every single time. Oh my god, such a such a great movie, and it's so so stupid. And Paul Rubens, Very. Paul Rubens is yep. such a weirdo, anyways. Uh-huh. But like when he's when he's like grilling Francis, and like he sneaks into Francis's bathroom, mm-hmm. and it's basically like a big pool, and he's taking his bath, and he's like like interrogating him. He's like, "Tell me where my bike is, Francis." Like it's such a. Like, why have they not been memes of Pee Wee Herman doing the Francis thing mixed with Deadpool? Because they're both looking for Francis. I'm just saying. Oh, uh, true. Yeah. Huh. There Connection. You go. Internet. I always thought that was intentional by Deadpool. Oh, well, there you go. Oh. Internet, get to work. Do this. Get on yeah. it. Yes. I need memes immediately. Imagine if they had a Martha moment. 
Deadpool. A Martha moment in Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool and she's Why are you Pee-wee? looking for Francis? I'm looking for Francis. <gasps> Francis is yours too? Yeah. We should team up. Hey, Pee-wee, Pee-wee, oh, and, and Pee-wee and Deadpool. Having a Both riding on the bike. <laughs> Pee-wee X Deadpool with Pee-wee riding in front and Dead- Deadpool riding uh, Lucky Pierre. Like, I would pay to see this movie. We need this. <laughs> this is the next Marvel movie? Yes. Phil, I'm going to write the script for it, man. If you want to do the artwork, I'm, a, I'm all for this, man. We, we'll do a Deadpool. I mean, the funny we... thing about it is, is that if you think about it, no matter how how weird it is, you sit there going, it's Deadpool. So it's like, yeah, sure, Somebody call Ryan Reynolds. He will, Ryan he... Reynolds and Paul Rubens will be on this immediately. They will be guaranteed. Absolutely. They will Absolutely. agree. Yeah. <laughs> um, Steve, what's an underrated or like kind of an independent one that you caught and you were just like, wow, mm. this, this movie was great? Yeah, I'm kind of like out of those. I only have like the main heavy hitters left yeah. on my list. Okay, well, then just um, give us some of the other ones. Yeah, I really don't, we've I don't really have any like little ones left. I'll, you'll have to come back to me on that later. But I mean, like I have like Groundhog Day, Ghostbusters, Dumb and Dumber, Monty Python, like ones that everyone knows and loves, you know? Yeah. So it's not like anything really. Worth say, saying that hasn't been said already. I would say Groundhog Day because mm-hmm. that one is – it falls into a category all its own. Ghostbusters is yeah. a comedy, but I don't even feel like Ghostbusters is – like it's categorized as a comedy, but it's kind of sci-fi and a little right. bit horror. So it's kind of one of those weird crossover ones. But Ghostbusters is, is genius. That's a mm-hmm. work of art. Yep. Um, I think Groundhog Day might be the best movie that's a comedy that I've ever seen mm-hmm. because like it gets big-time existential. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I love Groundhog Day. And, like, the part where he keeps seeing the insurance dude that he knew, Ned Ryerson. <laughs> yeah. 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 And he ends up punching well, him out. Yeah. He just slugs him in the face. <laughs> well, the funny thing about Groundhog Day, and unfortunately it made me a little bit sad, is you remember when pop-up video was around? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they kind of did pop-up video for Groundhog Day, and it was so sad. It Uh-oh. was so, so sad. Like, <laughs> Like Harold Ramis and Bill Murray apparently stopped being friends after that movie because oh. they just like they just couldn't agree on how to do it. Wow! And wow. It, just, it, got, it got like the like the movie's great, but when you read the backstory behind it, it's like it's so dark and depressing and sad. And I mean, granted, Bill Murray did end up making up with Harold Ramis on his deathbed, which I guess is a thing. on his deathbed. Yeah. Wow. Huh. They had been feuding for that long. Yes, that's literally how. Like, you know, like, the thing about Bill Murray is, is he's, like, I know we all make jokes about him, but the dude's a perfectionist. Yeah. Like, he actually does believe, like, he, he's, like, the, the craft of acting is a serious thing for him, and him and Harold Ramis are the same way, and I guess they just, they, they couldn't find a middle ground, and it's just, they, they just, they crashed. It makes sense, and, you know, because he's that, because Ramis was like that with directing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that would, that would make, that would make perfect sense. And, like, damn, that is sad. Oh. Yeah. Wow, thanks, right. Steve. Bring this I, thought down, gonna, man. I thought you were going to say, like, <laughs> hey, did you know that nerds on the internet figured out how long he was actually there based on the various <laughs> skills and how long the average amount of time it would take to learn those oh, skills Oh, yeah, wasn't, are. It, wasn't it something like 40 years or something like that? Oh, God. oh it's like some astronomical amount. I'll, I'll, let me find it here. But, like, I yeah. mean, they're like, oh, well, somebody on average, it takes this amount of time to learn how to do the chainsaw ice sculpting. Yeah. This is how long it takes to learn how to play the piano. And it's like, dude. You could have done so much more with your life mm. than figuring out how many days freaking Bill Murray was trapped in a loop. Well, this is, that's the internet for you. Yep. Nothing but time, basically. Um, oh. mm-hmm. What were you going to say? Oh, no, sorry. Speaking of days, my favorite meme about figuring out which day it is is when they figure out 
which day Ice Cube had a good day. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. But didn't someone do like a <laughs> dissertation or something? <laughs> the day. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah. How come none of us have mentioned Friday? It's on my list. Yeah. It was on his yeah, list. On, it was on my list. I keep stealing people's shit. I'm sorry. No, that's no, fine. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I. I love that's another one of those movies that I will watch whenever whenever it's on it's on yeah and like think about like how much has come from that that like mm-hmm. yeah when some if somebody says to you I need about 30 to 45 minutes what are they going to do they're taking a dump like I mean we all we all need yeah um, then of course buy Felicia yeah buy, yeah buy yeah, Felicia yeah. came from that and like wasn't the woman who played Felicia isn't she the mother of um an NBA player uh, NFL NFL player Brad Kaya well I don't know if he's still in the league but yeah. He was like famous. He was uh, the quarterback for Florida the last couple years. Oh. I just remember that like that was a the thing. They were like, "Hey, remember the you know the by Felicia meme? Well, her son is now a quarterback." And I was like, mm. "Oh yep. damn!" Like, it's just a weird world that we live in that stuff like that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead and give us some more, uh, Miss Charmaine. What you got for your last um, one? I'm gonna go animated. Ooh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, it's Disney. And the movie is The Emperor's New Groove. Hot damn. <laughs> what a good call. Like Very good call. That movie is hilarious. It, it is. And it's underrated big time. When I saw it on Netflix, I stopped everything. I, when it first got up there, I was like, oh, I'm watching this because that movie is so funny. Especially Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt kills it in that movie. Yo. Dude, that scene, the scene when there, when Kronk is the, is the cook oh. and Eartha Kitt. And um, David Spader going back and forth with the orders, like that is that is like masterful comedy, and like his mm-hmm. spinach puffs, like oh. Kronk's love of his spinach puffs. Like I it's, want one in real life. You can make them. There's a recipe, and they're and yeah, no they, yeah. We're we're big Disney files in our in our house, and like we go to Disney World at least once a year. Take me with you. Okay, <laughs> I will personally go with you. Well, there, well, I appreciate that. We will we will we will find a way to make it. How about you, the chauffeur? So there you go. Like, oh, see, in a world. There you go. Here. You need to go to Disney World. <laughs> when you need to drive to Disney World. <laughs> Emperor's New Groove is great. Like I, I so funny. I think that I think that might be the funniest. Like, Disney movie. An- yeah, yeah, like funniest animated that I can think. Well, yeah, Disney animated, yeah. I can't think of Gronk, another... <laughs> when he's like sneaking around and he's yeah. doing his own like Mission Impossible music. He's got his own theme like, music, Duh. yeah. And then he stops and he's like, oh, and then he goes back. <laughs> I'm like, you gotta stop. Yeah, that is, that is an But that yeah, is that an, one is yeah. a very funny one. That yeah. is an underrated movie. I love that one. Yeah, yeah, I would I would totally agree. I would say if I was going to name a, uh, uh, the funniest animated, mm-hmm. I would say Shrek. Yep, Yeah. that was absolutely. on my list. We yep. talked about On the Way Here because yeah. she says she has she stopped watching after like the third one. No, I've watched all of them. Or, but oh, as she, far stopped, as she said they stopped being funny after the third one. Funny. The like second some one of the was sequel, funny too. The second when Puss in Boots came in. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. That yeah. was great. Yeah. But then after that, like third, fourth, however many more they made. The, the later ones were funny, but they were way more adult funny than they were yeah, children they were. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when he's when he's pulling, up, oh, he's torturing the gingerbread man. Oh yeah, not my no. gumdrop buttons. No, not the buttons. Not my gumdrop. He, he he spits on him and he and it's icing when he spits right. on him. <laughs> eat me, yeah. like eat me. Pew. <laughs> <laughs> That movie is so Yo, great. I can quote that movie and all the cop, the day. Co- the cops bust, um, bust put in, Puss in Boots, and he's got a bag of catnip, and he goes, oh, it's not mine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, me and my mom love Shrek. The yeah. first movie, yeah. We quote that movie all yeah. the time. 
MC Brooks, take us home, buddy. All right. I, I, I'm going to have three, but I'm going to just list off. just list them really quickly. All right. Okay. Uh, so the first one I'll mention, a movie I never expected to be funny. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure, like, lots of people here didn't really see it because mm-hmm. it's not really American humor. Okay. But the Wallace and Gromit movie. Yes. Oh. Curse yes. of the Were Rabbit. Yes. That is such Dude. a good movie. Dude. Wait, you just named another one that I completely the, forgot about. Oh. I don't. I don't know if there's another animated movie aside from Shrek that made me laugh as hard as I watched <laughs> la- watching uh, Wallace and Gromit. Dude, have you ever seen the other one that they did, uh, Chicken Run? Yo, Chicken Run was my yeah. movie back in the day. <laughs> Chicken Run is really, really good too. Too funny. Yeah. <laughs> those are wow. Good call. Good that was a good. One. <laughs> and you're not even going for like all of the easy, like low low hanging fruit. You're going for like you're you're stretching here. I'm impressed. I, like, I'd be I'd be impressed if anyone has seen any of the three films I mentioned. Well, okay, aside good. from that one, okay. you got us for, with Wallace and Gromit. Okay, okay. You got us with that one. The other one is I don't know which, which order I'm going to go in for this. Um, actually, I'll go with this. Okay, the next one is actually a recent one that actually just came out like a few weeks ago on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called mm-hmm. The After Party. Anybody? Nobody. Nobody? No. <laughs> we got homework. I mean, that, yeah. Okay. No, I, I mean, the only reason I saw it is because the rapper Kyle is, is starred in it, and I've been mm. a fan of him for like three years, so I kind of just wanted to see how well he's doing his acting debut. And that movie ended up being way funnier than I expected it to be because it, mm. it looks really dumb. It looks like, you know, typical millennial humor. Right. Which with really forced jokes and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, like the, the, the humor they wrote – it's very organic yeah. okay. and very fit. It, like, it doesn't seem like a movie that they just wrote and put out this year. Okay. Gotcha. Very brilliant. And the last one I'm going to go, and this is coming out of nowhere. In fact, I, I, I first saw this in high school in a film class. Mm-hmm. And it's the only silent film I've ever seen. Silent. Which is the, the general, the Buster Keaton film. Really? Yes. Huh. Now it's again silent film, so that, you know there's no words, there's no nothing. It's just the the orchestra supplying all the the background music, but it is mm-hmm. like slapstick humor. It's like Tom. It's it's almost like Tom and Jerry and the Three Stooges, but in 1926, uh, well, done in 1926 uh, and set in like the uh, what do you call it? The Civil War. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So like Buster Keaton is like a, a Southern soldier whose uh, fiance somehow ends up on some train that gets taken by northern soldiers. And so he has to, like, find a way to, like, chase after this train to rescue her. But he has, like, no tools, no resources. He's not necessarily a good soldier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. It's pretty it's pretty, okay. it's pretty, hilarious. Wow, that's a that's a good pull. Now, see, oh, yeah. I'm one to watch old movies, the, the so full, I'll definitely. It's on YouTube. It's only an hour and 18 minutes. Okay. All oh. right. Well, there you go. Broaden your horizons, ladies and gentlemen, and watch some silent movies. Um, <laughs> Can I, I would... mention one? Go ahead, man. Sure. Yeah. Girls Trip. Oh, oh okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Which yeah, one was yeah. Girls Trip? That was the that's uh, the recent one no. that came out. What, like last year, two years ago? Was that the one? Yeah. With... No, it was earlier this year, or, or late, or like oh, late last year. I that off. Is that the one with? Yeah, um, Tiffany, Sol- Tiffany Tiffany Haddish, Haddish uh, Queen... Queen Latifah, Jada Pinkett yeah. Smith. Um, mm-hmm. Did I get them all? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Can we can we quickly mention and just give a shout out to Queen Latifah and how fucking funny she is <laughs> in Taxi with oh, um, yeah. 
Oh, with, Jim, uh, with Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, like it's 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 not even the best. I it's not even movie, the best yeah. movie, but like she's so funny in that movie. Yeah. When he's driving his taxi and she's like, "Ooh, I don't want to get Daewoo on my hands." <laughs> um, a couple a couple that we missed that that I that are uh, we'll we'll go around and yeah, everybody can name name one. We'll just rapid fire Could, though. Okay? okay, gotcha. Uh, Grandma's boy, Steve. Uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Phil. Uh, duck soup. Duck soup. Uh, Marx Brothers. Oh, good call. Uh, I got to. Okay, so most <laughs> of us are, are DC natives, right? Yeah. Um, I got to see Duck Soup at Arena Stage, mm. and it was the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like it was just absolutely hilarious because they took the original script and then they just improv basically, mm-hmm. and they're but they're in character the entire time. Okay, uh, Charmaine. Raising Arizona. Oh, good call. The Coen brothers? Well done. I love that movie. <laughs> well done. Well done. Thank you, Mom, Absolutely. for showing me great films. That's such a good movie. That's such a good movie. And they have a they have a long like um other ones that I didn't list that are theirs. Oh Brother yeah. Where Art Thou? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Big Lebowski? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. MC. Yeah. Mr. Bean. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't see how that, we could how we could do this show and not mention Mr. Bean. <laughs> Did you? Okay, so a the, special place in my the heart. The guy who plays him. Yeah. Like there's there's an internet meme out there that talks about like it's his stepdaughter that talks about how Rowan Atkinson when he goes to a party if there's kids there, like he doesn't want to do it, mm-hmm. but he gets into Mr. Bean every <laughs> time and you can see it with, like he starts making that look with his face. Yeah, he starts doing like that. he starts doing the thing with his yeah, exactly. And he starts doing that every time and she's like she's like it's it's kind of sad for him but at the same time you can oh. tell how much he loves it. And like that's yeah, yeah Mr. Oh, Bean like that's a, awesome. Mr. Bean gets a gets a, a, a lifetime achievement award. Absolutely. Okay, always like, always. Fun, fun fact. Uh I know that Black Adder which Oh yeah. Oh my god. That is so funny. Yeah, he's, he's hilarious in Blackadder. That is oh, such yeah. a good show. Yeah. I was going to say, fun fact, uh, Johnny English, do you remember that movie? Yeah. It's a trilogy, yeah. and the third one comes out next month. What? October 26th, it hits American theaters. We found that out we on found the that drive on the, on the way here. And really? I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, the sequel came out in like 2011. It did? Yeah, 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 that's what that's it. The sequel came out in 2011, and now the third installation comes out in October. And the trailer is hilarious. You didn't know about Johnny English Reborn. Come on, son. <laughs> I'm thinking. Hang on. I, I wasn't. Wor- I, I wasn't working I at Blockbuster. Remember. I wasn't working at Blockbuster anymore, so it's entirely possible I didn't know. So yeah. <laughs> um, um, I said Grandma's Boy. Um, we talked about mm-hmm. Oh Brother Where Art Thou. We talked about uh, The Big Lebowski. Uh, Steve, you got any more? Nah, I'm good. Are we all are we all good, or are there any that we are going to be just mad if we missed out on these? Christmas vacation. Oh, okay. <laughs> Chris, Christmas movies. Save those for December because yeah. yeah. we will talk about them. Okay. Just like come October, we're gonna do we're gonna do some stuff about yeah. Halloween movies. And, and so we're gonna be movies. talking Die Hard in December. <laughs> like you should. Right? It, yeah. it belongs in December. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. yeah. Well, so is the first Batman movie in that case. But well, the second Batman. Batman. Batman yeah. Second Batman. Batman movie. Returns. Yeah. yeah. It's at Christmas time. Yeah. yeah I'm a, I, we went through, I think that's yeah. where our fight happens. Right. <laughs> uh, the only one I do want to mention: uh, Office Space. Oh yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep yep. Mike yep. Judge does good does great stuff, and Office Space is, is a work of art. Um, he does another one. It's called um, Extract. 
and it's mm-hmm. with um, Ben Affleck's in it. Um, just uh, Jason Bateman is in it as well, um, and it's it's in, it's incredibly funny. It's it's mm-hmm. it's weird and out there, but it's it's definitely good. It's it's a good it's a good flick to watch. Um, I think we I think we've covered most of them. Yeah, I yeah. really do. Yeah. I really think we did a good job with these. Um, this was fun. We didn't mention many of the Saturday Night Live guys. I wanted to mention them real quick. I yeah. mean, pretty much anything Adam Sandler, even though they're oh, dumb yeah. and they're low hanging fruit. I yeah. love most Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> yeah. I really do. Fifty First Dates. That's one I had on my list. Yeah, a Big Daddy. Daddy. Romano. Water Boy, I think, is probably his greatest work. Yeah, Waterboy. Yeah, <laughs> that was just on TV a couple of days yeah. ago. Yeah, I mean, Big Big Daddy was just yeah. a good movie in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yep. uh, I really love Tommy Boy, and it's not even that I love it because I think it's mm-hmm. an amazing comedy. I just think it's a great movie because it's, it's all about coming of age and like and stepping up and filling in for his dad. Like that's it's a touching mm-hmm. movie. Yep. And like honestly, I think Chris Farley's funniest stuff wasn't even like his movies. Like his yeah. his stuff on Saturday Night Live was 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 so much funnier. Was and, the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but so much great has come from Saturday Night Live. Wayne's World. Oh, yeah. Wayne's oh, World 2. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those yep. are two of my favorite movies. And, yep. like, they just put those on Hulu. And, like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Blues Brothers. Oh, thank oh, you. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yep, Blues yep, Brothers, yep. which is just, it's a wonderful, just in general. And the music's great. It's got that amazing car, uh, the car chase scene, which I think might be one of the best car chase scenes in all of movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So, like, guys, I, still think it's like the last, I think it's a musical. Like people, it's a musical comedy. But people don't give me yeah. like argue with. Me yeah. Oh would, yeah. yeah. Okay, I would agree. Yeah. yeah. And then of course, Aretha oh, yeah. Franklin was in it. Yeah, you better think. Yes. You better think about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rest in peace. Doing musicals, yeah. Just well, and then also rest in peace, Gene Wilder too. We talked about Young Frankenstein. Oh yeah. Oh, I was yeah. so. Uh, what was it? Two weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, like it, yeah, so, I was so sad. I called my dad. Well, I was Gene like, Wilder's yeah. been gone for for a while. Unfortunately, he's been gone yeah, for a few still, years. I, he yeah. still has one of my favorite lines in Blazing Saddles. He goes, "Are we awake? Are we black?" <laughs> 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 that, I, you know what? Actually, I'm gonna um, my favorite. I try not to do it just because it's like because both the actors unfortunately are gone now, both mm. Gene Wilder and Peter Boyle. Mm-hmm. But the scene when he's showing off what the monster can do. Mm-hmm. And they're singing, putting on the Ritz. Oh, <laughs> like I, I can't. I laugh every single time. Like when the the putting on the Ritz, like it's it's the absolute best. Um, so guys, this was fun. I'm glad we did the comedy mm-hmm. stuff. Absolutely. Um, if you want to check out this particular podcast uh, or any of our podcasts, make sure you go to greatgeekrefuge.com. The podcasts are right there. You can listen to them, or you could subscribe on iTunes, on Stitcher. On the Google Music Play Store, we are everywhere that you can get podcasts. We are going to take a quick musical break, and when we come back, we are doing the Geek Sheets, and then we'll wrap this thing up for this evening. So stay tuned, guys. We'll give a little bit more uh, postmodern jukebox. Uh, what song are we going to play next? We will do... You want the mashup now or, or not? Yeah, you know what? Let's do the mashup. Hey, look at you. <laughs> the mashup of the week by MC Brooks. What's our mashup of the week, bud? I have no words. You, you just have to play it. And okay. just and just and just let the people. And hear you were it. sending this to me via via Facebook. Via the One Facebook. One because it's, it's a YouTube link. It's a YouTube link. Okay. Here we go. No, oh, hey guys. Yes. I apologize, but I have to take off. Oh, you're you're good, Phil. Thank you so much for joining us, Philip Jean Pierre. Check him out. He's got his website. You can check out his art. It is blackgorbachev.com. Uh, yes. 
<laughs> and I actually, and I do host a a a a, 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 a radio show podcast called Geek Girl Riot. Where, oh, that's right. Like here, I spew whatever useless information that makes the people happy. That's, that's right. what I do. You let you let Shireen know that the lawsuit paperwork for stealing the acronym GGR is in the mail. Um, <laughs> I, I, I have not in that kind of paperwork, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of the podcast again? Geek Girl Riot. Okay. I, it's yeah. actually, it, I'm the token man on that show. The token man, yeah. It's Yeah, they do great stuff. Like, I'm actually friends with all the people that are on it. It's Shireen, uh, it's Soma, it's Phil. Um, they're on Adobe Radio, okay. which is idobi.com. Okay. Check them out. It's it's great stuff. And I'm just joking. Like, you know that. Like, they're they're awesome. I joke with Shireen every single time I say that. I'm like, where's my money? You stole my name. Um, where's my money? But yeah, seriously, Phil, thank you so much for joining us, buddy. Uh, we will talk to you again sometime. Okay, cool. Oh, one last comedy, even though it's problematic, Dr. Detroit. Dr. Detroit. <laughs> All right, get the hell off my show. <laughs> good day, sir. I say good day. All right. Thanks, Bill. We'll see you, bud. All right, guys. Um, you know what? Do we really need to take a break? No, but we're going to play that YouTube video. Let's do that. Uh, MC Brooks has sent this YouTube video to me. I hope you're prepared. Mashup of the week. <laughs> Steve. I didn't. Uh, it's, not, it's not up anymore. Not, it, not on my end. It's not a, yeah, it's a surprise. <laughs> Come on. Come on, mother. Come on, mother. Come on. Come on, mother. 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 <laughs> Look at your face. <laughs> this is like what serial killers hear. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. You can check this out by looking up Biggie Smalls featuring Thomas the Tank Engine on YouTube. Enjoy. Thomas the Tank. Enjoy the mashup of the week. When we come back, we're doing the Geek Sheets, so stay tuned. <laughs>